Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 94 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking about choosing what to invest in for your business. As your business grows, or even when you're just starting, there are going to be some things that you really want to invest in. Coaching, professional design or copywriting, events, all kinds of things that aren't an everyday expense. As the business owner, it's up to you to decide what you should be investing in and how your money can best be used to support your business as it grows. I wanted to start today by talking about why investing in your business is so important. A lot of us start out trying to bootstrap everything in our business, and I think that that makes a lot of sense for us, especially in the era where we can do things online without a big overhead to get started. But what happens is, as your business grows, you're going to need to make bigger moves in your business, bigger purchases or investments in things that are going to cost more than what you can just bootstrap. The reason that these things are important is because your investments are what pays off by helping you really grow your business, by helping you get to a place that you couldn't have gotten on your own or get there faster. When I have invested in my business, it's been at strategic points where I knew that I needed help in some way to take my business to the next level and really be able to better serve my clients and get more clients and more income. And I couldn't do that on my own. I was working hard. I was doing everything that I could, but I needed something else to help me along the way. Investing in your business is something that needs to happen at the right time and place, and you need to choose what's going to be important for you to invest in, but you are going to have to make those decisions. Everybody who runs a business finds at some point along the way, they have to spend a little bit more money than they might even be comfortable with to do something bigger. And that investment, what you choose to invest in, needs to be able to pay off to help you reach your goals and grow your business. And that's why we're talking about choosing what to invest in here, because you know you're going to make these investments. And especially at a time of year where everybody is putting out new programs and you're seeing all the really cool events that are coming out, you want to make sure that you are putting your money somewhere that you are actually going to get something out of it. That doesn't always have to be immediate business growth or brand new clients, but your investment should pay off in some way because that's what it's for. You're doing this to help your business and your life. You're not doing it just to throw money away. And I think what I have found and what I'm always so tempted to do when people are marketing these big programs and events and things sound so cool, people have found a lot of success in them. They are really awesome opportunities, but they might not be right for you. And that's why you need to think about these types of things before you invest in something that might not be the best fit for your business. That's why I want you guys to start thinking about what you're going to invest in before you get there. This is something that I have found works best in my business because if I'm not having to make a decision at the last minute about something, I'm a whole lot more likely to stick to the plan. 
So what I like to do for business investments, and this is my philosophy and one that I have found that works, is I set goals at the beginning of the year or as things happen along the way as far as what it is that I want to do, what my business needs to grow. And when I see opportunities that come up that fit that goal that I have or whatever I wanted to invest in, then I can look into them and see, okay, is this really going to give me what I want or should I look for another opportunity? It also really helps to have these types of investments planned out in advance because then when a new shiny object appears, you can say, this doesn't fit in my plan. This is not going to help me get to where I want to go. And so I can leave it behind without feeling like I'm missing out on something because I know it's not going to be something that pays off in the long run. I have done this in the past when I have wanted to go to events. So before I went to my very first business event that was paid, I planned months ahead of time. I said, this next year, I want to go to an event and I want to be able to learn things. I want to make connections with people and I need it to be something that I can afford. So it needs to be local that I can drive to and not have to fly. And those were basically my requirements. And so as I was seeing new events pop up, I would go and I would research them and say, okay, well, this one is not going to give me the learning or cover the topics that I need it to. This one is too far away and would cost too much money. These are the options that I have that sound really good. And I was able to narrow it in from there. But I only invested in those events that I went to because I was already planning on doing something like that in my business. Another thing that I invested in, um, and we talked about this in past episodes, is hiring. So that is an investment that I made in my business. And I sat down long before I actually hired somebody to figure out, this is what I need in my business. This is how much money I have to put into it. And I need this person to be able to do certain tasks for me in order to make it worth my time and effort and my money to hire them. And so when I looked to actually take that step, I specifically asked those types of questions. I looked into all of this so that I could narrow in on some really good choices. And then I could go with my gut or what I wanted to go with because I already knew that all of the choices I had were good options. My other big philosophy on business investments is that I will not go into debt to pay for something. I started my business from my office. I had to invest a little bit of money, but I never went into debt to pay for anything. So even those first things that I purchased to get my website up and running, I was doing that on a shoestring budget based on the income I was making from freelancing at the time. And the reason that I thought this was so important is because it can be really tempting to put a lot of big purchases on a credit card or get a loan if you have a physical business right away. And I knew that I wasn't ready to make those big investments and those big decisions because I didn't know where my business was going to go. I didn't know if it was going to work. And so as I have moved forward in the past four years as a business owner, I have never gone into debt to purchase anything. Some people might disagree with this. They might think that you have to spend money to make money. And I think that for some people that totally works. But 
When you live on a budget in your day-to-day life, it doesn't make sense not to live in a budget for your business as well. And so everything I invest in or purchase for my business comes out of what I make in my business. And that's how I decide on how much money I have. If I have not been making as much because my clients are slowing down or it's a slow season in my business, then I won't purchase those big investments that I might normally have wanted to go and do. I take a look at the finances to make sure that I have the money for the foreseeable future to pay for whatever I've invested in. Now, I do believe in payment plans. So if I have the option of paying for something on a payment plan, what I do is look at how much extra it costs to do that plan than to pay everything up front. And if it's not too much more, I will put that on a payment plan to make sure that I can just cover it every month for however long it's ongoing instead of having to put everything down at once, which would drain some of the savings that I've built up. So it's not that I couldn't pay for it up front, but it makes more sense for me to do it on a month-to-month basis. It helps me not have to pay credit card fees and some other things in my business. So that makes sense but it's still not going into debt because I know that I have the money in my bank account to pay for it even if no more clients come into the business. Part of what it takes to run a successful online business is having the right tools for the job. I'm sharing a list of all of the tools I use in my business in my toolbox. And you can find that at lemonandthesea.com slash my dash toolbox to download it now. These include tools that I use for podcasting, designing, running my business, and other things. So you can get a real inside look at everything that I use every day in order to serve my clients well and grow my business. Again, you can find that at lemonandthesea.com slash my dash toolbox. Now, there are a lot of types of things you can invest in when you are a business owner. When you get started, you are going to need to make a couple investments. These are not as big of a deal, and so I'm not really talking about those today, but as you grow, what you're going to see is there are a lot of really cool opportunities out there. A lot of people like to work with some kind of a business coach to help them really take things to the next level. They want to invest in working with somebody one-on-one to help them make the best decisions for their business and to grow at a faster rate. That's a really awesome opportunity and it can be a large investment of time and money. So it's something that you need to consider. If you want to work with a coach in the future, you need to start planning for that now and start researching how much that might cost and who is available and what it is that you want to focus on. Another thing that is a really cool option is to invest in a mastermind. So working with a group in some way. I have done a couple of these and they've really helped my business because I get to learn from experts, I get to network, and it's a little bit lower of a commitment than working with somebody one-on-one, and I get to really build relationships with other business owners. Those have been really cool opportunities that I've enjoyed, but again, group masterminds can range from something really small that's only online to something where you've got in-person events and it's a really big investment of time and money. So you need to consider what type of mastermind and what type of group you're interested in 
so that you can start doing some research on what that's going to look like for your business. Another thing that a lot of people make investments in, and this one you see all over social media as people are attending them, is events. There are a lot of different types of events out there. There are conferences that are big. There are small conferences. There are group in-person mastermind meetings. There are retreats. There is all kinds of educational events, so one-day or two-day things or longer-term programs. Anything you want is out there. So when I look at events, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier, I really tried to figure out what I wanted to learn, the best environment for me to be able to get stuff done and do my networking. I'm a huge introvert, so I knew that as appealing as those big conferences were and as fun as they looked in all of the pictures, I was not going to be comfortable and I was not going to get the most out of those. So I decided that a smaller event would be what made the most sense for me. When you're thinking about events, you need to remember that usually the ticket price does not cover your lodging. It does not cover all of your meals. It does not cover your transportation. So look at what is included in the price that you're paying and what extras you're going to need to pay for. Sometimes you can help reduce costs by sharing rooms or traveling with another person or going somewhere that's more local, but it's just information that you need to gather before you decide what you want to invest in. You could also decide you need to invest in some kind of a software. So most software now is on a month-to-month -month basis, but not all of it is. And sometimes it makes more sense to put out a lot of money up front so that you can get the most bang for your buck. There are lifetime purchases of things that, while expensive up front, can really benefit you in the long run. For me, in the past, some of these software purchases have been Adobe and the Adobe suite. So I needed all of that software in order to run my business. Or sometimes a CRM client management software can cost a lot of money up front to get everything started. And those can be investments in your business that will pay off in the end. You can also invest in hiring somebody to help you with your business. So when somebody works with me as a website designer, that is an investment in their business. So there's brand design, website design, copywriter, photography, all types of things where you are hiring somebody for a one-time project, whether it be a short or a long-term project, and they are going to give you something in the end that you can use in your business. So a designer is going to give you a website, a copywriter is going to give you the content for your website, a photographer might give you images to put on that website. Whatever it is, those types of purchases are investments and they, again, require research, they require saving up to pay for them and making sure that you're doing it at the right time where you know that the investment that you're making is going to pay off in the long run because your business isn't at a place where you know what you're doing and you know that this can last long term. The final thing that I thought of when I considered investing is hiring employees. So this might not cost you as much upfront, but it can cost you in the long run. So if you are deciding to hire somebody, whether as an employee or a contractor, you need to look at that as an investment in your business. You are going to be paying somebody to do work that ultimately should pay you back. 
in more time and more work with clients. And this would be more of a monthly expense where you need to make sure that your business can cover that on a monthly ongoing basis and that you're not going to have to worry every time it comes time to write a paycheck whether or not you can cover it. So when is the best time to start investing in your business? I think this is a question a lot of us have. I know that I did when I first started my business. When should I be putting money into this business more than just what I needed to keep things running on a day-to-day basis? Here's my thoughts on the matter. You should invest in your business when you are in a place where you know you're sticking to it. So if you are absolutely sure that your business is going to be around long-term, that's a great time to invest. You want to make sure that this is more than just a hobby or something that you're trying out. You also want to consider when you have the disposable income to spend on these investments. And depending on what it is that you're investing in, if you're hiring somebody like a designer or a copywriter or a photographer, you really need to know your style and the clients that you want to work with so that the work they do for you is going to be able to serve you for a year, two years, three years to come and not feel like you made this investment and it's already out of date and it's already behind the times. Another thing to consider when choosing what to invest in in your business is a lot of this is, for me at least, is going on gut instinct. So I know that sounds a little bit woo-woo. There's not a checklist of things as far as, okay, this is what I should be investing in. You have to go based on what you're comfortable with, what you think you're going to get the most out of, and what seems like it would work for your personality, for your business type, for your family. There are a lot of people out there who love attending big conferences and they get a lot out of that. They build relationships, they learn a lot, and that's great. But for me, I like smaller group events where I can get to know people more one-on-one. It's a little bit lower stress for me. And I can put the things that I'm learning into practice by having time to actually get some work done. That's really important for me. But it's not something that is going to work for everybody. So it's a personal preference as far as what to choose to invest in. As I mentioned, I have done some group masterminds that I've paid for, and I've had a really great experience with that. But when it's come to considering working with a coach, that's not something that I've invested in yet because I don't think my business is in the right place for it. I don't think that I have the time to invest. And it's just not something that has really been at the top of my mind or the top of my to-do list. And that's okay. You don't have to make the same investments as other people who are in similar businesses or in similar stages of business, you need to do what's going to work for you as far as your time, your money, your clients, and what you're comfortable with. Because the goal here in investing in your business is ultimately to use that investment, the time and the money that you're putting in to grow your business faster. You want to work with somebody who can get you to the next stage faster than you could get there yourself. I have a lot of clients who tell me that they could design their website themselves and it could look okay, but they want to hire a designer because I can do it faster and I can do it better. And that is why they're making the investment. They know that they are hiring an expert who can do what they would eventually be able to do, but they can do a better job at it and they can get them to that next stage of their business faster 
so that they don't have to worry about showing off a website that doesn't represent their business. As you consider investing in your business for the future, here are some action steps I want you to take. Number one is to research purchases or events that you might like to invest in. So what is it that you would like to spend your money on? Number two is make a plan to start saving for these items. So get an idea of how much they cost and then lay out a plan to actually save up for these things. And number three is to sign up to get notified of deals or tickets for events so that you are always in the know. Sometimes at holidays, there are deals that come out that will make it less expensive for you, or you want to be the first person to sign up for a ticket so you get an early bird special. Signing up for newsletters is a great way to get all of this information. I hope that this episode was helpful as you consider these things moving forward in your business and what makes sense for you. I would love it if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes to let me know what you think of the show and help other people find it so that we can continue to grow and serve business owners. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 